today we have new opportunities that have never existed before because we can, we can really design our lifestyles. We can design our lifestyles to be whatever it is that we want. There are no rules anymore. The Online Marketing Show with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hello and welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is your host, Joey Bushnell. Today I have a very special guest on the line. His name is Ryan Daniel Moran. He is the author of The Freedom Manifesto and he's living a life full of freedom and options. Uh, his online businesses are earning him six figures a month. Uh, most of that is passive income, which allows him to spend his time doing all the things that he loves to do. And today he's going to be sharing with us how he does that. Ryan, thank you very much for being on the call with me today. Hey, Joey. Thanks for having me, man. Ryan, first of all, how did you get started with your businesses? And as I've just mentioned, uh, you have a, a quite incredible lifestyle. So how did all this happen? You know, it actually started, I was 18 years old. I had just graduated from high school and I got a thousand dollars as a graduation present from my friends and family, which to me was, you know, like the freaking war. It was Fort Knox to me at, at 18. And, you know, adjusted for inflation, that's like nine million dollars today because uh, it was eight years ago. Uh, so I, uh, I, all my friends were like buying guitar amps and they were buying books and all this stuff. So I, I decided I was going to take this thousand bucks and see if I could turn it into a few more dollars by starting an online business. And I just started by putting up some blogs and doing the affiliate marketing thing. And before you know it, within 30 days, I was earning full-time income. And I, I guess I've just continued to grow that from, from here on out. And today, you know, my experience has led me to meet other people. It's led me to build other businesses. And now I have, have several million dollar businesses online. Okay, so um, Ryan, we're going to be talking today about how you did that because this isn't the typical story for most people that um, make an attempt at online marketing. So you must be doing something different and hopefully during the call, we're going to get to the bottom of that and uh, you'll be able to share with us some of the, uh, the, you know, the magic that you've been applying in your own business. Could I just dive into it right now? Yeah, sure. Please do. So I would say the thing that made my experience different than most people's experience, and I think you're referencing that in 30 days I was doing a full-time income, whereas yes. most people say they're struggling for a year, two years before they see it happen. And I think the thing that made it different for me was that I just went straight for the money. I, I didn't I didn't try to learn too much. Uh, of course, I was always trying to learn and meet new people and, and model people who were successful, but I went straight after where the money was. I just dove right into but the action steps that were going to give me results. And the the phrase that I use today is called result-driven activity. How much time in your workday are you spending getting result uh, feedback, as I call it, getting results and analyzing feedback rather than just planning to get results? So a lot of people can are really good at making plans. A lot of people are really good at buying products. A lot of people are really good at going through courses and making plans of how they're going to execute. And I say, well, what is the, what is the result that you're going for? And what's the 80 20 principle that we can apply just to go straight after the results? Because we can model people. We can ask questions along the way. So within 30 days, I was just going straight after where the money was. And, and as a result, 
I've just continued to build upon those results. I think it's important for people to realize that there is a difference between feedback and failure. Most people spend their lives trying to avoid failure, but what they're really avoiding is feedback. You know, if you put out a campaign and you, know, you spend a thousand dollars and it makes a hundred, that's not failure. That's feedback. It lets you know that something needs to be adjusted. And if you keep tweaking to get better feedback, you eventually get success. You eventually get profitable. And I think that approach has made me, my experience different than everybody else's. What would be for you some, you know, high leverage activities, those, those 80 20 type activities? Is it, um, is it making offers? Is it, uh, you know, making sales all the time? Is, is that what you're focused on rather than just, you know, fooling around on social media or some other kind of low leverage activity, which unfortunately most people would probably spend their time doing? What would you say it is for you? You know, when it comes to business activities, how do you spend your time? Well, when I was in the, I guess, information product world, yeah, I was putting up offers, mailing my list, doing a webinar, recruiting affiliates. All of that was, was result driven activity. Things like answering email, planning on Facebook, learning a new skill. That's not really result driven activity. Mm-hmm. Today in my Amazon businesses, which is where most of my time is based, it's on rolling out new products. It's hiring new employees. It's getting new reviews. It's tweaking our systems. So those are the things that are result driven activity rather than where most people spend their time, which is, you know, on, on Facebook and playing around. Sure, sure. Okay, thank you very much for sharing that with us, Ryan. There's a concept that you use in your book, um, which is called the new other half, um, which I'd like to discuss. So uh, who is the other half and how is their wealth different from what we typically refer to as the other half just a few years ago? Yeah, when I was growing up, my mom used to use this term that she would she kept saying, that must be how the other half lives. And so I had this concept growing up that the other half was kind of this group of people who made a bunch of money and they did really well and they had no problems. And then I had a mentor who was in the other half. And I realized that he had just as many problems. He had just as many stressors, if not more, and he had money. So there was my mentor who was worried about money, stressed and rich, and my mom who was worried about money, stress, and poor. And I was like, there has to be, there has to be a different way. And I've discovered that today we have new opportunities that have never existed before because we can, we can really design our lifestyles. We can design our lifestyles to be whatever it is that we want. There are no rules anymore. And that's why I said that there's a new other half. There's a new group of people who have their lives completely customized according to what it is that they want. And it's not about how much money they make. It is about the lifestyles that they live. But as a result, most people in that other group and that new other half are making a lot more money than their parents' generation. And even some of the wealthy people today, in fact, the old other half is now being now being out earned by the new other half and the new other half is living a far more exciting lifestyle and they're spending their time doing things that actually fulfill them. So we have opportunity like we've never seen before where we can actually enjoy the lifestyles that we live and we're getting compensated more than we've ever been compensated before. Ryan, I know that something that you did in your life is that you traveled the world for two years, which sounds awesome, by the way. But during this time, you not only funded yourself, but your net worth actually went up during that time. So what's the secret to that? You know, How did you make that happen whilst you were traveling the world for two years? 
Well, I, I wasn't buying Lamborghinis and Ferraris, although that's often the, the perception. I, I, I think, uh, you know, I just spent my time and, and my, my work acquiring cash producing assets that didn't require my direct input. When I had a, a website that was making X amount of dollars and it didn't require me to show up, I could be anywhere I wanted. I could be in, in Japan mm-hmm. and my wealth would continue to go up as a result of the cash flow that's coming in from those assets. And today I continue to spend the money that I make on the internet. I invest it into other cash producing assets. And as a result, my wealth continues to go up, whether I'm, I'm working or I'm you're playing guitar on a beach somewhere. So if your time is spent creating assets rather than trading your hours for dollars, then theoretically you can work zero hours and your net worth can go up. Of course, that's, you know, we, we do need to create, we do need to create value by spending some time creating that value. Uh, but once that those assets are in place, we can do whatever we want with our time and our net worth continues to grow. So you mentioned the word invest there. Why should successful internet entrepreneurs invest their money and what things should they be investing in? Ah, my favorite question. <laughs> I, I've met so many people, especially internet marketers who think they're designing their lifestyles, who, who make a lot of really bad decision on the grounds of I'm just enjoying my lifestyle. I've seen many of those people make a bunch of money blow all of it and then have to continue to work and they thrive off that. They, you know, they make a bunch of money, they lose it and then they are spending their time trying to get it all back. And this is vicious cycle of back and forth, back and forth, up and down, up and down. And I thought there, there had to be a better way. And I'm not the type to go out and and blow all my money on, on, on parties and, and fancy cars. I'm more the type to make a bunch of money, put it into real estate, real estate investment trusts, dividend paying stock and good growth companies. And as a result, while a lot of people are sweating how they're going to pay the rent, even though they made a million dollars last year, my net worth continues to go up. And there's this perception in our industry that the people at the top, the gurus, if you will, make all this money. They live very comfortable lifestyles. They drive these fancy things and they have no worries. That's not the case. I know all of them and most of them are blowing all their money in order to try and keep up an image and they're depressed. The way out of that, and, and, and that, actually, that actually is a perfect segue into something I say where cash does not make you free. Cash flow makes you free. And so the way that we solve this problem is that we take the money that we earn and we put it into other cash flowing assets. We put it into other places that don't require our time that continue to put out cash and that don't go down in value. And the things that I recommend people invest in are backed by something. So I'm not telling people to go out and buy Bitcoin because Bitcoin isn't backed in something. Mm-hmm. The things that are backed in something are things like companies. Companies are backed by cash flow or real estate. You know, rental real estate is backed by a house. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. there's land there that backs it. So I put all of my money in I, I, right now, my, my strategy, I call it my wealth triad. My, my three steps is I make my money on the internet. I put that into rental real estate in good, safe neighborhoods that pay me rent. So I make my cash flow and the house tends to appreciate. I then take the money that I make in real estate and I put that into dividend paying stocks and growth stocks. And those are my three places that I'm investing 
and the strategy behind why I put my money into each. I believe that a good investment needs to go up in value over time. It needs to pay a healthy dividend or some sort of cash flow and that there's something backing it. And for me, that is good companies and that is good real estate. What is the difference between an income stream and a real business? That is a great question. And an income stream is that's, that's cash flow. Whereas a business is something that grows over time. This is a little bit of an oversimplification, but let me give you an example. I have friends who say that they have a real estate business. And I say, what does that mean? And they say they flip houses. And I say, okay, that is not a business. That's an income stream. And it's fine. You can do that, but that's not, that's not a real business. A real business has some sort of unique value to the marketplace. And it's something that you can work on rather than work in. So if somebody is in there swinging a hammer and you know selling houses themselves, that is, that is, that is not a business. That is an income stream. And that's fine. They could do that. If somebody can go to Vegas and put it all on black and make a bunch of money, and that would be income stream, but that's not a business. Not every income stream is a business. Mm-hmm. Every business should be an income stream, but not every income stream is a business. Whereas a business has systems it ha- and it has the, the a unique position in the marketplace, meaning you are creating some sort of unique value to the marketplace. For example, I, I was an affiliate for years before I started what I call real businesses. And those were, those were income streams. When I had websites that sold affiliate products, you know, Google can shut those off at any minute. So as a result, that, that's cash flow. That's an income stream, but that's not a business because it's not growing. It wasn't automated. I was the only person in there and I wasn't providing unique value to the marketplace. As a result, that's an income stream. Now you can do fine with having just income streams. It's hard to sell an income stream. It's hard to grow income streams. But they're fine as long as you're the, the money that you're taking from an income stream, you're putting into other cash producing assets that are growing over the long term because you're not free until you can, until you are independent, your lifestyle is independent of the cat, of the cash flow streams that you have coming in. Meaning you're not really free until you have automated cash flow that is paying for your life independent of the time that you're working. Ryan, in your book, you talk about there being five steps to freedom. Can you outline those five steps for us, please? Yeah, sure. The five steps to freedom, in my mind, are decide, contract, expand, invest, and give. They look like this. First step to really being free, to living a life that you love, is to decide the type of lifestyle that you want to live. I've seen it 100% of the time, people who build an income stream or business and they don't really decide what they want out of it, what they want their lives to look like. Mm-hmm. They end up depressed. They end up alone. They end up unhappy. They end up broke. If you don't decide what you want your life to look like, then life will give you whatever it decides for you. Life will make the decision for you. So if we craft out what we want our lives to look like, that is the first step to freedom because we're not really free unless we're spending our time doing something that fills us up. The money doesn't make us happy. What we do with our time is what makes us happy. The second step is to contract, meaning cut out the things that are not serving you. You know, I discovered that when I locked myself out of Facebook, all of a sudden I had all this extra time on my hands. I had so much extra productivity on my hands. 
And it wasn't that I was spending six hours a day on Facebook. It was that I didn't have this mental distraction of going on Facebook all the time. So uh, I recommend taking one thing to cut out of your life that is holding you back, whether it is watching TV or complaining or Facebook or spending the five bucks a day that you do on coffee and putting that into something that has the potential to bring a return to uh, to your balance sheet. So cutting out the things that are not serving you so that you have space to create new things. That's why the third step is expand, meaning expanding our mindsets and our incomes. Mm-hmm. And we do that by building an income stream that is independent of our time. And you know, there's a, we all know there's a bunch of ways to do that, but it's picking one. And for some people, that second step of contract is cutting out the nine business ideas that they have and focusing on the one that's actually producing some sort of a result and growing that. So the third step is to expand our incomes and our mindsets. The fourth step is to invest, taking that cash flow that we now have from our business that's independent of our lifestyle and putting that into other income-producing assets. I recommend stocks and real estate, of course, and we do that pretty strategically. And the last, the last step is to give. I've discovered that you cannot be free if you are being selfish. There is no freedom in selfishness. Because our ego is never satisfied. We can continue to acquire and acquire and acquire, but we are never really free until we are, until we are thinking outside of ourselves. And there's two ways to approach life and contribution. And that is we're either in this to give or we're in this to take. And I've discovered that people who are, who are coming at life with a take mentality are never really satisfied because they always assume that they don't have. If I need to go out and get something, it means that I don't have it and I need to get it in order to be happy or be complete or whatever. But if we switch the script and we say that I am here to give, it assumes that we have something. It assumes that we're always in a place of abundance. So when you're coming at something with a give mentality of what do I have and I can share with the world, all of a sudden we're in a place where we already have abundance and we're just sharing that. So if you're coming at your business or whatever business strategy you're trying to follow and you're like, I'm doing this because I need to get X, Y, Z, you're always going to be in a position of lack. But if you come at it from the perspective of what do I have that I can share or give, all of a sudden you're coming from an, a more of an abundance mindset. And the, I mean, I don't, I'm not a law of attraction kind of guy. I'm, I'm not all into that. But all of a sudden you start to attract new things because as a result, People are attracted to that mentality. People are attracted to somebody who's coming at things from what can I give rather than what can I get. And as a result, you end up making more money, which is kind of a mental warp, but that's exactly how it works. So those are the five steps to freedom. You mentioned there on the last step about abundance. Is there room for everyone to do this, you know, to have this kind of lifestyle? You know, are there limitations in the world? Is there a limited amount of resources? Um, is there a limited amount of money out there to be obtained in the first place? Do you believe in limits or do you just believe in pure abundance? Yeah, I don't, I don't believe that there's a limited pie. I believe that they're, they're, we're creating the pie. You know, there's, there's no such thing as scarcity of value. If you want to make an argument that there's a scarcity of gold in the world or there's a, a scarcity of physical dollars in the world. Okay. Maybe we can have an intellectual conversation about that. But if you want to make the argument that there is a limited number of value or that there is a limited number of lifestyle or that there's in order for you to acquire, you have to take from someone else. It's, it's absolute BS. I mean, when you create value, 
and someone comes voluntarily in a means of exchange to take your value and gives you dollars, and then you take that means of exchange and put it somewhere else, then we're all better off. Somebody valued the thing that you were selling more than the dollars that he or she spent. You wanted the dollars so that you could buy something else of value. We now have an increase in value among all parties. So we are constantly creating more and more value. We are constantly creating more and more wealth. And everyone, anyone who says that there's a limited number of value doesn't truly understand economics and truly does not understand business and does not truly understand the world. We are constantly creating more value. But if you're taking value, you can take it away from the marketplace as well. But there is no limit to the amount of value that we could create. Ryan, my final question is that I know that one of the core concepts of your podcast, Freedom Fastlane, is that um, our lives today are the results of the seeds that we've been planting in the past. So if we want a new life and a different result, what must we do? That's a great question, Joey. Uh, Yeah, you're right. Our lives today are the result of seeds that we planted long ago. So if we want to get new results... If we want to change something, all we need to do is start planting and watering new seeds. So we do this by making some different decisions. We make, we do this by, by going in some new directions. They don't, you know, no plant grows overnight. Plants grow over time. But what you see is the result of things that were planted long ago. So if we want a different life, then we have to start planting new seeds. We start by planting them in our mind. What are we listening to? Who are we hanging out with? Where, what are we thinking about? If we start changing the seeds in our mind, then we start to get different results in our lives. We also do this by the different action steps that we take. Mm-hmm. What are we focusing on? What are we spending our time doing? What income streams and businesses are we investing in? What customers are we serving? Now, again, we don't see monumental increases overnight. They're seeds. And every time you wake up and go to work, you're watering a seed. Mm-hmm. Every time you tell your partner, I love you, you're watering a seed. Every time you drink alcohol, you're watering a seed. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of what seeds do we want to water? Do we want to water the seeds that are going to produce this result or this result? Now, I'm not a purist in any form of the, of the word, but Over time, time has a tendency to promote us or expose us. It's a direct quote from Jeff Olson from my favorite book, The Slight Edge. Time will either expose us or promote us. It's the great equalizer. So what seeds are we planting? What seeds are we watering with the choices that we make? And if we want to see different results, all we have to do is water different seeds. Brilliant. Ryan, it's been absolutely fantastic to speak with you today. You've got a great business, which is earning six figures every month. Um, you're living a dream lifestyle. I'm sure that everyone listening to this, we're all interested in uh, having a similar kind of, of life and business. So where can we get more of this kind of information and advice from you? Well, you know, I used to sell products and stuff, but I decided I didn't like doing that. So I stopped doing that. Mm-hmm. So now I give everything away for free on my podcast, which is called Freedom Fastlane. Or you can uh, head to my website, which is freedomfastlane.com. And if that last concept of watering seeds is interesting to you, then check out the 10-day challenge on freedomfastlane.com. You'll see it uh, in big, bold letters, the 10-day challenge 
we'll get you planting new seeds in 10 days and we'll put you on the Freedom Fastlane. Excellent. And uh, that is the end of today's episode. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, I hope you found it inspiring. And if you did, please show us some love by leaving a review on iTunes. Uh, Finally, a massive thank you to you, Ryan, for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me, Joe. The Online Marketing Show with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.